Welcome to the Triple M's Dead Set Legends podcast for Sportsbet. Get the same game multi-feeling this AFL season with Sportsbet. Conditions apply. Chances are you're about to lose. For your Saturday morning, we've got the biggest sports show in town. And it's go, go, go! Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Legendary. Joey Montagna, Jay Clark, Kath Lochnan and Lima. What a legend. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Yes, good morning, Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Jojo, Kath and Limo with you. Bit of a cold day in Melbourne today. It feels like winter's kicking in. Your favourite season of the year, Joey, so you'd be happy. <laughs> and me, I love it. You like I'm it? So, yeah, I'm like it so well. into this weather. Auskick cancelled, though. Aww. Well, Fitzroy Oskick was cancelled this morning. How was your little boy? Soft. Upset? Yeah. He was pretty happy, I think, to be <laughs> honest. He was looking outside going, nah, no, nah, I don't want to go out in that. What? What about you, Catherine? Did you get up and go for a run this morning? <laughs> Catherine. How official are you in this weather? Did you get up? You, King's you, you, Coronation you, Day, so we're getting all official <laughs> normally, Catherine. You normally get up and go um, for a run. Did you do it in these conditions, or are you one of those ones you look out the window, you go, it's a bit cold and wet, I'll just sleep in a bit no, longer? No, I'm not one of those people. I am tough, but I actually went to spin this oh, morning, so yeah. I quite oh. like spin. I feel a bit of a fish out of water, actually, because it's a, it's an older crowd that do spin classes, it, so but so I what, quite enjoy it. What's your demo at spin? What do you mean my demo? Your demographic in the spin class. Oh, I would say it's probably your 45 to 60. <laughs> yeah, I'm 29, so I don't quite fit in, but right. I like it. There's a, and are they, do they dress like they dress when they're out on the road? These cyclists? Oh, no, no, no. Are they in no, full no, lycra no, no, while no, they're in there? No, 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 no right, no, okay. No. We're just in active wear. But yeah, I mm. quite enjoy it. Did you feel think... good when you look around? You're powering on the bike and yeah, everyone else I'm sort like, of struggling yeah, a bit. I and got it. Like... And then yeah. there's always some, there's always that um, person who kind of catches you by surprise because your your data's on the big screen. So you can see how hard everyone's going. Oh, yeah. And oh, so right, it's okay. your bike number and your data's linked and it's on this big screen in front. So you can see what everyone's doing, of course. I yeah. always have a look at just, you know, how everyone else is uh, going, right. and how I compare. And there's always someone who just catches you by surprise. You're like, geez, I didn't think you were that fit, but good on you. Were you getting pipped by someone this morning? Um, maybe. And do you yeah. have the motivator? Do you have the person at the front who's, come on, they're giving all yeah, the yeah, motivation? Yeah, yeah, well, we had Julie this morning. She's great. Love Jules. Oh, and on, she's she's on um, Jules. Yeah. Come Jules. on, 10 to go. Push it. Is there, so if it's like 45 to 60, the rest okay. of the class. I don't know if my spin class is this, is this entertaining, guys. Yeah, no. I, is there a defibrillator available in the room? Because I'm worried about some of these people if they're pushing too hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we probably need to check that. What about you two? Do any exercise this morning? Yeah, well, I, I, I love you guys so much, and I didn't want to miss this experience. This morning in studio, I last night I emceed the Soldier on Gala Ball in Sydney. Oh, oh. and got on a six a.m. flight. Well done, you look a bit jaded. The uh, the gala was great last night. It was fantastic. It was a very, you know, it's a lot of Tony Abbott was the guest speaker there oh, right. last night, and lots of uh, Peter Lay, former uh, the head of Army, was there. It was a fantastic night raising money for a great cause soldier on which currently helps out 10,000 veterans and their families who are struggling awesome. to get their lives back that's in order. St Kilda used to do some work with soldiers. Yes, that's yeah, right. So the, the soldiers that come back and yeah, support yeah. them. So that's a good cause. Well, good on you, Lee, mate. But no, I got up yeah. at 5.54 this morning with Florence. So, well, thanks, Florence. For yeah. up. Before <laughs> 6 a.m., that was lovely. Uh, we love you, Florence. <laughs> keeping Dad young, keeping him on his toes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we need to celebrate the Brisbane Lions this morning and Leroy, our fourth team member here today, he's... Uh, nodding his head because he's a passionate Lions man and he'd be bloody happy with the performance. Silence last the night. critics. On yeah. the road, <laughs> strengthening their premiership credentials. Charlie Cameron shovels out a little handball to Gunston. This time he proves cheap. He's still got a bit of life in him. Gets it to Joey Danaher. 55 out. He can load up from here and go far. 
out the back goes Zach Bailey. The ball fell to him and Zach Bailey kicks his third. They get it inside 50. It spills out the back to Charlie Cameron and that says good night. And there's the siren. Brisbane Lions, this season is up and about at the moment. Sure is. Statement win by the Lions last night, proving they're every bit the Premiership contender. They've now won five on the trot to move to the top of the ladder. Josh Dunkley was incredible. Won the battle with Patrick Cripps, Huss recording 33 disposals, 13 tackles, six clearances and 555 metres gained. Chris Fagan called it one of the best games by an individual player he's ever seen. Joey, would you agree? Uh, it was a good game. Yeah, he was the best player on the ground, Josh Dunkley. Um, but I wouldn't have thought it was one of the greatest games we've ever seen from a, a player in his time. But he was he was impressive. And, uh, and I thought it was a strong performance by the Brisbane Lions. They led by 40 points at one stage. They sort of shut shop in that fourth quarter and uh, and Brisbane, uh, Carlton, I should say, made a comeback, but it was a pretty comprehensive win. Good morning, Jay-Z. Hello, Kat. <laughs> Great to be here. Hey, um, it was an impressive win uh, by the Lions. And valid, the question mark over the Lions, uh, Joey, I found has been in their back half, but with Jack Payne looking like one of the most improved players in the competition, he's certainly most ticked that box, keeping Charlie Curnow to only uh, one goal last night. However, I thought the story is Carlton. I reckon their their performances and their wins so far this season, what it says on the scoreboard, their ladder position, has actually flattered the way they've been playing this year. Yeah, they stitched up West Coast by 100 points last year, uh, last week, but you go below that, you know, they lost to St Kilda by 20 points. Adelaide beat them by 56 points. They play one good quarter against North Melbourne. We know about the talent, but the question for me is the method, right? Mm. Do you back in Carlton's game plan and the way they are trying to play football? Are you supportive of, of the Blues' method or are they going to have to need to make some running repairs here in 2023? Now, no doubt their method needs work, Jay. That, that's pretty obvious. I mean, if you take out the North Melbourne and West Coast games, which are the easy kills, they're averaging 69 points a game, Carlton. Yeah. So for a side that's got the two best key forwards in the competition along with the Cats, 69 points is not getting it done. So they've got some work to do on their method. I think it's more to do with – so there's some elements to a game – you can't always score every time you get the ball. There are times when you just need to get some field position, but when they do have the opportunity to score off turnover, mm. sometimes they, they kick when they should handball, they handball when they should kick, they try and go to Charlie and Harry when they're not on, then sometimes they don't go to them. So I just think there's a bit of inconsistency and, and maybe a little bit of sort of confusion with what their actual best method is, and uh, it's something that certainly needs some work. So what do we think is a pass mark for Carlton this season then? Because it, it, as you said, it, I think there's probably been a bit of a few band-aids over the <clears throat> cracks here um, with Carlton in that we're getting so distracted by Charlie Kerno kick nine last week and how good's this massive win. But as you said, there's there's serious concerns with their methods. So what what would be a pass mark for the Blues this Ninth season? Ninth or tenth, I reckon. That's where. <laughs> yeah. There was a game. I think they'd be happy with that. <laughs> they have to play finals. There's no doubt about that. I mean, last year gave them a little bit of a mulligan because they you had think they have to play injuries. finals this oh, year? Look, that's. Absolutely. I mean, even if they crept in seventh and eighth, that would be a bit of a disappointing result. This is a list which is in prime mode. And you know what? We're going to get an amazing indication of of where it is all at over the next month, Joey. They play Western Bulldogs and Marvel Stadium next week. They've got Collingwood the week after, Sydney uh, grand finalist after that, then Melbourne and an improved Essendon in round 13. Now, those one, two, three, four, five games, they are difficult uh, mm. matchups. So I think by mid-season and that game against Gold Coast and Hawthorne in round 14, 
there could be some real pressure building on this football club because they won't. We won't accept a tenth place finish from Carlton this year. How would you describe the Carlton fans at the moment, Jay Z? Patient, just rolling with it. <laughs> I think they walked out last yeah, night. Yeah, they did. Three quarter time, a lot of them mm. left. It emptied out pretty quickly, and there were boos at three quarter time. Oh, yeah, and yeah. so this is a club which hasn't played finals for a decade, and you feel for them this morning because mm. I, I I wonder Carlton fans waking up this morning, there would just be a real unease about. About them, I reckon, because they were meant to rise up the ladder. They've been pretty fit. They've had the availability. We know they've got two um, Coleman medalists in the forward half. There's nothing wrong with the midfield. Jade, Jacob Wiegering anchors the back half, and they're prime. And I, and I think there'll be like it's going to be really interesting to see the pressure build and the heat rise on Carlton Football Club in the second half of the season. Yeah. If it go, if the wheels really wobble over the next month, because yeah. the, this is a club which needs to achieve. You think they should be playing finals this year? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was pretty bullish on them coming into the year because of their list. And I do rate the coach and the captain. I think they've got strong leadership. They just uh, at the moment haven't got their best system worked out. So they've still got plenty of time. Your football at round eight is not what it looks like at round 23. I mean, last year it was reversed. They were winning games early and then it fell away. So they've still got time, but they need to get a move on. And there will be more pressure and rightly so because there was expectation on this year that they – they're in the right sort of age demographic and profile with their list that they absolutely should be playing finals. What is boiling temperature for a, a membership card in the microwave? Do you know, Lena? So I, I think you've got to put – you can't use the defrost function. You've got to put it on full cook. And I think two minutes ought to get it done. I've got a lot of friends who are Richmond fans, and they they reckon about a minute 45 to two minutes will they really know. fry your membership. Yeah, Got a stack of footy news to get through, Jay-Z. Let's start with MRO. Yep. Last night, bit of an incident between Lockie Neal and Nick Newman. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I think Nick Nick Newman will be in trouble for a, a little elbow or forearm jolt he gives a Brownlow medalist, Lockie Neal. Now, you heard in the microphone effects of the um, or the, the Channel yeah, 7 broadcast, dog Dogs. shot, right? Yeah. But then the thing is, on the broadcast vision, you only see one angle and you see the left arm, the forearm jolt to his chin. What you don't see is the right. So there's a secondary yeah. angle, a multiple uh, a angle. Combo. A left combo, right, a left, right. <laughs> and it's the right where he comes through. Nick Newman comes through and fouls Lockie Neal. That's the one they'll be looking at. They'll make the decision much later this afternoon. But as the way I look at it, it looks intentional. Yep. It's high, obviously, probably low force. You join the dots and it's a one-match band. Carl play Western Bulldogs uh, next week. And Newman's been one of their best players. He, he's um, playing on the, the most dangerous small forward of the opposition. Mm. I reckon he's, he's got away with a lot this year, Nick Newman. He's been a player oh. that's been holding and grabbing, going back to the playing on Toby Green. Some Cam Zerha stuff. So he's been he's been quite physical in his mm. role. Not saying from an MRO point of view, but yep. just from a free kick standpoint. So yep. that's how he's played this year. But um, looks like he might get found out. Probably would have been set for a job on Cody Waitman, mm. uh, which would be a big blow. Yep. But I reckon they will have a good hard look at this one, Calf. Big game for Richmond today. They play West Coast at the MCG. Plenty of talk about um, Tim Taranto and Jacob yeah. Hopper, and people comparing it to the Hawthorne situation of Jago Mir and Tom Mitchell. What's what's the Tigers' next move? Do you think in yeah. terms of Recruiting. Well, I think they're going to go down this Perth even further, but with a free agent in terms of GWS's Harry Himmelberg, who has been very right. good for the Giants. GWS is really nervous about this one. They needed an early commitment from him. He's put talks off. It's going to go late until the year. We know Sydney are interested as well, but GWS, it's it's he's sort of perfect for them in a way because they've struggled defensively. He can play back, but also he could potentially replace Jack Rewalt as that um as a, as a key forward target next to Tom Lynch. So then you'd have a decent spine. If you got him as well, he would probably cost $800,000, but you get him for free 
as part of a free agency um, move, Joey. So it'd be a huge blow for the Giants as a New South Wales boy, but he's good mates with Jacob Hopper. And um, and if he came, it would really strengthen the Tigers' spine. And we know that they believe they are in a, um, a decent position. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's, you certainly want to add to your list. And if you can add talent at any stage and not have to give away draft picks, which yep. Richmond will still want to keep their, you know, some, well, they don't have any picks they because the they gave pick. them away, but they can get a player of his quality. Without any more draft picks, I think that's a win. Um, as I said, there's there's are in this transition phase, Richmond, and and they will still be a team that you know have got enough pieces that they won't be down. They're not going to go down the bottom like Hawthorne. That certainly won't be the case. Um, you know, Taranto just turned 25 in January. Hopper's 26. They've got a lot of footy, and they've still got a lot of talent. When you think about guys like Baker and Bolter, the Riolis, et cetera, Samson Ryan's coming along mm-hmm. as a developing key forward ruck as well. So, And Josh Gibkus hasn't played this year. He's an underrated, going to be a star key defender. In a word, is Tim Taranto on the top 50 players in the comp? Yes. Yeah, he's number seven mm-hmm. in the comp for score involvements this year for a percentage oh. of his team. So he's having a real influence. He's, he's been Richmond's best player. So he's having some – yes, we know his kicking's not elite, but a lot of the great players we know aren't elite kicks, but he's certainly been playing very good football this year. So a blow for GWS if they were to lose Himmelberg. A blow for the Giants if they're without Toby Green tonight. Limo, you love watching Toby Green run a mark on field? I do. I love watching Toby Green. I love how much the Bulldogs fans hate Toby Green. I love that rivalry <laughs> the between theater. the two of them. Yeah, it, it does add to the theatre. It's colour and movement, and it uh, would be no good if he's not playing. Yeah, he's playing hurt. Go? Yeah, he's playing hurt. He's got an ankle injury, a lower leg injury, I I believe so. He's the inspirational captain, kicked the match winner against Sydney last week. I find it hard to make a case for the Giants without Toby Green against the Bulldogs. So it'd be a big win for the Bulldogs in Canberra if they can get up against a side missing Toby. Reading mm. the Saturday Herald Sun this morning, Jay-Z, there's a, there's a story about banned for life and some footy fans have been banned for life this season after a crackdown on the racial abuse of players from the stands. What, yeah. what can you tell us about yeah. this? So previously, um, if you were found guilty of racially abusing uh, players, it was a three-year ban. The AFL, and this is to their absolute credit, have upgraded that to lifetime bans. Nine people have been so far, have so far received lifetime bans this season in 2023. We know there have been some really ugly uh, and uh, and terrible incidents of racism this year coming from over the stands. So obviously, if you do hear it, call it out. And the AFL have come yep. down hard on these people. And finally, one more uh, from the AFL, a, a little memo to coaches about their post-match press conferences. What have we got mm. here? Just ran a couple of little clips <laughs> from a couple of the coaches. Ken Hinckley came off the long run uh, last week. I think Craig McRae was critical, but m- might have been uh, fair. Ross Lyon was wondering about a couple of decisions last week. So the memo has gone out, and that is telling the coaches just to, just to pull it back a little bit. Now, it's been a couple of exchanges down on the bench too between the umpires um, and the coaches. So well, 20000 fine. Did you hear last week, the, this is the port coaches box mm. as the umpires are walking off. This is the port coaches box last week. So I think that's a bit... That's a bit, I wasn't expecting much. the broken bottle. That's a bit much from the port coaches. Oh, very good. Hey, Jay Z, love your work all across it. Um, we will chat more footy throughout the show, but we got Lemo's top five oh, coming yeah. up next. Can you give us a little hint as to what uh, top five's all about? Uh, it's based off the biggest story this week. Oh, okay. I don't want to give too much away. Tazzy, oh, are we talking? More general news. Yeah, no, it's Hazzy. You go, you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in. Lemo's top five coming up next. The Dead Set Legends. Triple M. Sport is full of legends. And so is this show. Joey Montagna, Jay Clark, Kath Lochnan and Lemo. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Back by popular demand, it is Lemo's top five. And it's got a little Tazzy flavour, does it? It does indeed. 
on Triple M's Dead Set Legends, it's Limo's Top 5. Sports team names. Because okay. there's a lot of talk this week about what the Tasmanian side is going to be called. Tassie Devils. There's, there might be copyright They're issues. They're just going to be Tassie Devils, aren't they? It's, I mean, it's After all the should, debate, they probably land there, won't it? It should be. There's the copyright, wasn't there, the Warner Brothers Warner issue? Brothers, yeah. Warner Brothers. It's, uh, and there was uh, the Tassie Mariners, I heard that one. Yeah. The Tassie. That's the under-18. That used to be the under-18. They did it right. What the about Islanders? I find the what? Islanders, but it just doesn't... I'm, when you say Tassie Islanders, it's a bit lame, but I like the Islanders. That's kind of cool. The Islanders? Yeah. Tassie yeah. Maps, I heard thrown around this week. I don't think that'll get off the ground. Tassie Titans, I heard as well. I'm from Tassie. There's strong support for the Turbo Chooks. Turbo Chooks? Turbo Chooks. Legit what, support. What does that mean? What are the Turbo then Chooks? Because like they're the native to Tasmania. Oh, okay. All oh, right. And Jack, well, Jack Jumpers has gone down pretty well in yeah. basketball. Yeah. I've got to say. So uh, I've got here, and I'm going rogue this week, guys. Good. I couldn't keep it to a top five. Oh. It's a top ten. Yes. Yes. <laughs> top ten sporting this team names. This gets bigger and better every week. From around it? the globe. Coming in at number ten, the New Orleans Baby Cakes, a minor league <laughs> baseball team. Yes, That's the Baby, baby cakes. cakes. Good. Uh, coming in at number nine, uh, this is a Frontier League Baseball uh, in the States, the Traverse City Beach Bums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Coming in at number eight, the Jackson, the minor league baseball here, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. You're not really terrifying the opposition with Jumbo Shrimp, are uh, you? Yeah. Uh, coming in at number seven, uh, minor league baseball again, the Akron Rubber Ducks. Oh, now, that's yeah. so the minor inanimate. league baseball have got a license. Yeah. They <laughs> really do. Uh, okay, baseball AAA here are the Albuquerque Isotopes, uh, which you might remember from The Simpsons. Sir, your beloved isotopes are about to make history. Any thoughts? Oh, it's a great team, Ken. You never gave up hope. I want to thank Jesus and say hi to my special lady, Marge. We did it, baby! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Classic Simpsons moment. Coming to number five, the Santa Cruz Banana Slugs. They're a college what? basketball team, the Banana Slugs, which featured in the movie Pulp Fiction. Are these all coming out of America? Is that what I'm gathering here? Uh, yeah, they What's are. a banana slug? Uh, I don't really know what a banana slug is. Mm. But in the movie Pulp Fiction, uh, when John Travolta gets changed out of his bloody clothes, he puts a T-shirt on right. and it's the Santa Cruz oh, banana slug. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, coming to number four, the Scottsdale Community College fighting artichokes. That's right. That's a college athletics team. They're artichokes. I mean, healthy, but not particularly inspirational. Coming in at number three, uh, the Wichita, this is American Association Baseball, the Wichita Wingnuts. What? Yes, the Wingnuts. Uh, coming in at number two, minor league baseball again in the States, Montgomery Biscuits. The biscuit. Oh, they, they must be manufactured locally, I guess, the Sponsor? Montgomery biscuits. They crumble under pressure. Uh, oh, what a bad Very nice. Boy. Uh, but coming in at number one, I'm going to the Northern Football League here in oh, Victoria. Okay. So we've, we've left America. Yeah. We've left America for the number one pick, the Epping Pingers. <laughs> and I'm not yeah, even making that up. That's great name. The Epping Pingers. Uh, let's have a listen to their club song. <laughs> There they go. <laughs> they, are up and a, they are up and about, the Epping Pingers. <laughs> we took a while to get there, but I like the Pingers. That's, that's a great one. Very, uh, good. very good by you, Lebo. What Thank do we think you. of Tassie? You're happy, Leroy, you're native Tasmanian. What's the feel uh, in, uh, from all your cousins and all that over in Tassie? <laughs> My brothers and sisters. <laughs> um, well, I always had concerns because of the North and South rivalry, and yeah. there is a rivalry. So how are they going to handle yeah. all that? Well, because they're going to play four games in Launceston and they're upgrading, I think that's a fair compromise. Okay. So, so I, everyone will jump on board. Then. But it'll be everyone's second favourite team. 
We already have our teams. No one will. No one will support them outright. <laughs> really? You don't think people will convert? Unless, unless you, you you're born into yeah. the, you know you come into the future. But I reckon, yeah. I reckon there'll be a large chunk of people who go. You know what? I'm going to get on board this new team. My dad did it with Fremantle when they came into the. Comp. If Brisbane play the Tassie team. I'm barracking for Brisbane, Brisbane 100%. Okay. Yeah, yeah i got to say, when the Crows joined, most South Australians jumped straight on the Crows. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. I stayed with Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. They, oh, they did it well too, didn't they, the Crows? They, they came in, they were competitive from the get-go. So let's yes. hope uh, the Tassie pingers or devils. <laughs> <laughs> the Tassie pingers. <laughs> Love it. Hey, Lemo, we were just looking at it. New AFL game that's been released Indeed. this week. Now, I know, are you much of a gamer? Not really, but I know you love your video <laughs> games. We know you're a Grand Theft Auto queen. Maybe got to give this AFL 23 have, legends. Have you had a crack at it yet, the game? No, I've seen Actually, it's been uh, trending on Twitter a little bit. Everyone's showing um, for clips all the, of the game. For all the wrong reasons. There was reasons. actually a goal, um, goal umpire who looked very much like Adam Simpson that was going, <laughs> <laughs> that was going oh, around. Oh, yes, that's right. On the, and so it's had a bunch of glitches, this new video game. It's called AF, AFL 23 Legends. Oh, it's not going well. No, it's not going well. Oh. Uh, there's a glitch where you can bounce the ball up and down the ground without getting touched. Uh, the the interchange bench is in the centre square. Oh, uh, oh I is, think I did see this is as well. another yeah. issue with Why it. Why have they done that? Uh, I, they've missed some modes. You apparently some people are saying you couldn't, you couldn't play with friends online. Right. Uh, there was all sorts of issues. But I've got some issues with the players that have been selected. <laughs> You've got some issues. For each of the, uh, for each of the teams. <laughs> right. Some of them make perfect sense. So you go, so there's two legends from each football club. Right. have been selected for the video game. Yep. So you go to Adelaide, Mark Bickley, Darren Jarman. Yeah, fair enough. Get it. Brisbane, Simon Black, Michael <laughs> Voss. Absolutely. Sense. Carlton, Greg Williams, Stephen Kernhan. Yeah, certainly. Collingwood, Nathan Buckley, David Cloak. David Cloak. Now, David Cloak Weird. played 219 games for Richmond and 114 for Collingwood. How did David Cloak... Sure, How did they come yeah. up with David? Out of all the Collingwood oh, legends, know, they could no. have had Tony Shaw, they yeah. could have had anyone... Uh, so that's a bit weird to me. And the other issue I have, you go to St Kilda, mm-hmm. they've got Nick Rewalt, fair enough. Yep. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. how does how does Spider Everett get in there ahead of you, Joey? Uh, he's a cult hero, Spider Everett. Oh, I don't come know on. Spider Everett, he's a cult hero. Got the headband. Has he got the headband and dreadlocks in the guy? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't oh, played the game disappointing. yet. Disappointing. But it's, I'm disappointed you're not there, Joey. Yes. Glenn well, Archer and Wayne Carey for the North. That makes sense. Yeah, well, that makes sense. It all makes um, sense. Yeah, no, I'm not a gamer. I don't know. But I probably would have got a good little royalty out of it, wouldn't I, if I was on If it? you were indeed. Did you lobby for this? Did I you know this know, was happening? I didn't even know about it. Otherwise, right. I might have put in a It's right. got a fair bit request. of publicity, though, hasn't it? It has got a heap of publicity. And, yeah, I, I'm not a gamer. I haven't played it, but I'm just disappointed. Uh, I would have thought Joey Montagna would, yeah, be, uh, that's okay. would yeah. be part of it. What Spon- about your kids? When, Will your kids play this? Will you get it for your kids? Oh, He's only, he's only six. I'll tell you, he loves Minecraft, though. He's playing Minecraft. I'll tell you what, it's a good bribery tool, though. Yeah. Good uh, say, you know, go, go and do this. And you can play. And game. then you can play Minecraft. Yeah. Okay. He's, you, he's playing Minecraft about four hours a day at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> probably a bit too much. I tell you, my little boy just started playing online. He's got into Tetris. I oh, love oh, Tetris. Yeah, Tetris. Yeah. I love Tetris as a kid. He's playing some Tetris. So that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a start. I used to yeah. also love The Sims. 
That was great. What was The Sims? You know, where you Sim build City, the house. You build, it, you build, you build a house. Oh, right. city and you, all that. Yeah, Is you that make right? like a family oh, and then oh. and there was always the, um, and you have a budget, like you've got a you've got a certain amount of money, but you had these cheat codes. It was Rosebud and then you get another grand. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, if you're trying to build a house and you're trying to add a pool and you need more funds, so you might just right. Rosebud, Rosebud, Rosebud. Rosebud. Is this the suburb of Rosebud that you're <laughs> tapping into here? That was your password. It's just a cheat code. People who played The Sims would know what I'm talking about. About, but that was a great game. I loved so to see So did you play that in between your Grand, grand Theft Auto? Was <laughs> that you just sort of alternate between the two? So, I was an outdoors kid, everyone. Just, uh, right, okay. So game Grand Theft Auto, Sims, any other games you used to play? No, nah, it's pretty. those two are my top two. And just and then just royal watching. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, home and away. Home and away. Okay. <laughs> Big home and away band. Yeah, it's true. Um, we might talk about something uh, more interesting after sure. the break. Hey, maybe something uh, about you two or the footy. Some basketball Anything I want to touch on. Some yes. basketball. A lot of people are getting into the NBA You love playoffs. the NBA, don't well, you? A lot of us do. Yeah. Who's your team in the NBA, by the way? Uh, it depends who I bet on. <laughs> <laughs> Across Melbourne, this is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. We'll touch on... Uh, all the Saturday footy a little bit later, but you wanted to talk about the NBA, Joey, because you've been keeping a close eye on the playoffs. Well, just a live public announcement, and those that don't want to know the scores, just quickly turn down. That. <laughs> we meant to do that. How's that all work? But uh, Philly and uh, Boston are playing game three of the Eastern Conference semifinals, and there are a lot of people enjoying this series at the moment. Boston lead 43-39, of course, Philly have the MVP, Joel Embiid, Limo, who won it during the week, so well done to him. And it's going to be a good series because I think – Whoever wins the series between Boston and Philly will play in the uh, in the final series because they'll take on the winner of New York and Miami. Who just the way that the uh, the sort of the uh, finals has fallen is probably the weak outside of that. So Boston or Philly can get through to play someone in the West, which will be fascinating because I'm enjoying the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors series as well. Oh, I'm enjoying watching the players arrive at the games as well. Did you see James Harden the other day? <laughs> Was dressed in denim head to toe, but this kind of huge, flary denim. He looked like a Game of Thrones character. It was the same day as the Met Gala. I don't know if he was trying to make some sort of fashion statement in relation to that. And he gave a $10,000 Rolex watch. To, his, to Joel Embiid, his teammate as well. For winning the MVP. Just for winning a little, the MVP. Here's a little gift, his yeah. first ever Rolex. So that is what, nice. What about um, Magic Round happening yes. in Queensland at the moment? Doesn't yep. that look like the place to be? I mean, we had our gather round in Adelaide, but it always looks pretty epic there in Queensland yep. when uh, the whole of rugby league descends on on the state. Have we have we missed an opportunity here, though, in the AFL? Yes, that's right, to play some games oh, in we, Sydney. Oh, There's no yeah. game in Sydney. Mm. Collingwood are playing Sydney at the G. That game surely should be at the SCG. Yeah, 45,000 yep. there. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Melbourne Storm, they're, they're currently sitting in the top four. They just continue to get it done, even though they're still missing some players. Yep. And they play the third-place Rabbitohs tonight at Suncorp. So um, that will be a big game as well for those that aren't watching the King's Coronation. Kath, uh, <laughs> yeah. There are people that can watch the Melbourne Storm. So plenty happening. And uh, the, t- the new team, the Dolphins as well, they play tonight against Cronulla. So plenty happening. And just another one, Limo, our boy Ben Simmons looks like he might actually play for the Boomers. There was a lot of talk about Ben Simmons and what do we think of him and where we're at. But it looks like uh, there's an article in the Herald Sun today that he may actually play in uh, in August in the World Cup, which I think is great for Australian basketball. We need, he, yeah. needs to, he needs to feel the love of everyone and we need to get around him. Did he say, so before the Olympics, did he say no or did the Australian team say, you know what, you're not right for this environment? He said no and I think it was based off the fact of where his contract situation was at, that if he got injured, there's no guaranteed money. No, it's a lot right, of okay. money to, yeah. to risk it, you know, not getting paid. So that was, I think, the choice 
that some NBA stars have made in the past, but now it looks like he may play, which will be great news. Is there, how much more NBA basketball is he going to play? Well, he's still got a lot. He's only still 25 or something. He's got plenty of time. And he's got about $100 million worth of contract coming yeah, to him. Yeah, so he's going to still mm. play for a long time. Hopefully he goes all right. But, uh, yeah, great news and uh, good basketball series going on, Kath. Hey, you mentioned that uh, that Collingwood-Sydney game probably should have been at the SCG yeah. this weekend with uh, Magic Round happening in Queensland, no footy happening in New South uh, or in Sydney. Um, what do you think about this matchup tomorrow, Joey? The Pies and Swans, their first meeting since last year's uh, prelim final. I mean, mm. so much has changed and happened since that prelim final, hasn't it? Unfortunately for the Swans, they've been um, unlucky on the injury front. Yeah, struggling a little bit, Sydney. I think this is probably the easiest game of the weekend to tip, uh, mm. Lemo, because I think it'll be Sydney will be in front by 20 points at three-quarter time, yeah. and then Collingwood will come back and win. It's almost scripted. That's it's been happening. these days. It's been happening every single week. So uh, looking forward to this game. Uh, the Pies, are, uh, it's, everyone's you know enjoying watching Collingwood play, and have I'm they, no different. They're playing have they great. become the second team for they, a lot of I people? Think they the have. Uh-huh. I think they have. They are likable, Lemo. They, they are, are likable. See, I grew up in South Australia. So I don't have this natural visceral reaction to Collingwood <laughs> that a lot of Victorians have. Because yeah. a lot of Victorians forever, as far as I know, have hated Collingwood. But I've never hated Collingwood. In fact, I quite like them from um, the they, moment Lee likeable. Matthews coached them. Our boy Pendles mm. and then Nick Dacos is so likeable. And Craig, Craig McRae is so likeable. And, and I know. All, even the bad boys like Jordan Degoe are likeable. Yeah. I, spent, I spent one day in the cheer, with the cheer squad. I lost a bet. What do you on, mean? I lost a bet on radio when I had to sit in my Hawthorne jumper in the Collingwood cheer squad <laughs> for a Hawthorne Collingwood game. Yeah, how'd that go? I you know what? They were great. <laughs> I really enjoyed hanging out with them. They were a lot of fun. Yeah. They really were. And they, you know, they ran a tight ship. They're not allowed to drink. The swearing was meant to be kept to a minimum, but they were I had a really good day with them. <laughs> I just I got an image of you sitting in my, <laughs> in in my Hawthorne jumper. <laughs> Did Hawthorne win that day? Or? Yeah, yeah, we flogged them. And I couldn't celebrate at all. I was sitting there going, oh, could you get a couple back? I'm starting to feel uncomfortable. Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. If you're not listening to Rusty on Dead Set Legends, you can listen to him on Rusty's Garage podcast, free on the listener app. Good morning to you, Rusty. Great battle uh, between the Supercars Series leader and also the champ, Shane Van Gisbergen in Perth. Everyone in Motorsport Lab was talking about it. Did they really need to show a bad sportsmanship flag to Brody? Hello, Kath. Good morning. Uh, this has been a subject of a great deal of debate among fans. If you remove all the palaver from the discussion, the bottom line is we were treated to some absolutely rip-tearing racing. The pair of them going at it for the final few laps of that race in um in WA, Shane trying to find a way past, Brody doing his very best to defend. Um, Brody doesn't feel like the bad sportsmanship flag. He told me actually on the podcast during the week that he felt that it wasn't justified. Um, he and the, the Erebus team um, protested um, things afterwards and um, the protest was eventually thrown out. So Shane is the, the effective winner. Um, but but Erebus and Brody are, are very adamant that they feel like uh, the the precedent has been set for the way similar things like this will be adjudicated on in the future. And uh, Rusty, the F1 show just zips around this planet. They're in Miami <laughs> this weekend. Now, George Russell was the fastest in practice one for Mercedes, but Oscar Piastri, this is what we want to know about. How is he? He was quite sick in Azerbaijan. Yes, he was. Um, bang on. To the point where he couldn't actually do some of the post 
Saturday uh, press activities in the in the ball ring that they have. He wasn't well enough to do that. So, and as you know, they can lose up to sort of you know three kilos in the Grand Prix itself on the on the Sunday. So he was it was a very gritty drive on the Sunday. He nearly finished in the points. Um, there's some good, you know, little positives coming out of that car, but he was very appreciative of the McLaren doctor and, and kind of the medical support he had last weekend with that stomach bug. So practice two wrapping up in Miami just a little while ago. Max Verstappen's gone fastest. Oscar was uh, well outside the top 10, but his teammate Lando Norris was well inside it. So that kind of suggests that they've gone different directions, just trying a few things and uh, and hopefully has a good run in qualifying there in uh, in Miami. Yeah, I'd love to go to Miami for the Grand Prix weekend. It'll be wild oh, in Miami. Be awesome. going off. Hey, just off track a bit there. Hey, Rusty, I saw is Brad Pitt going to drive an F1 car? Do you know much about that? <laughs> Correct. Yeah, so they're making a movie on it and the movie is being made uh, by Jerry Bruckheimer um, and, uh, and Kaczynski, who was the, the director of the most recent Top Gun as well. So those two have a, I mean, if you, you know, that Top Gun, the way they filmed that and pieced it together, it was gripping. It yeah. was a very, very good movie. So they're trying to do the same sort of thing around motorsport. And as a part of that, they're going to basically run a, a, an 11th team. Brad's going to do a bit of driving in a car. And the, and the overview of the movie is a, a legend who kind of comes out of retirement to, to mentor an up and coming racer. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. How will he go driving it though? Cause they're not easy cars to drive. Are they? I saw some of the Top Gear guys, couldn't even drive an F1 car. They right. kept stalling. They're enormously hard. So I, I think the key here will be the kind of little technical things that they do to make that process a little bit easier for Brad. But the key thing is with guys like Jerry Bruckheimer, they want they want realism. They want this mm. thing to look as close to reality as, as possible and not use you know, so much in the way of AI and, and, and um, CGI, rather, and, and stuff like that. So um, oh, I can't wait to see the finished product. And, and Formula One are very big on ensuring authenticity around this movie. They want it to not be naff, that's for sure. Sounds like you could make a movie about behind the scenes of the movie. That's interesting. Yeah, um, Rusty, appreciate your time. and Enjoy your week. We'll chat next week. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Second hour coming up on Dead Set Legends. We've got Nath Brown joining us. Plus, we're also going to preview the Saturday footy action cracking game in Geelong. Joey, you're going to Geelong for this game, aren't you? Yes. Cats and the Adelaide Crows. And then also a big one tonight with the Giants and Bulldogs going head-to-head, one of the great modern-day rivalries. We're previewing all that next on Dead Set Legends. Joey, Jay, Kath, Limo. The Dead Set Legends on Melbourne's 105.1 Triple M. For your Saturday morning, we've got the biggest sports show in town. Let's go, go, go! Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Yes, welcome along, Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Limo's back this week as well. I am indeed wonderful to be. I missed you guys last week. I was what at Oskick. I was at Oskick. Oh. And I've got to say, I dominated. <laughs> got loads of touches, kicked 15 goals in the game at the end. Oh, really? Did you feel like Dusty Martin just fending oh, off all the kids as they came out? A lot of crying. They do a lot of whinging, those six-year-olds, I'll tell you. Did you tune into the show after your game? I did indeed. You know what I loved last week? I tuned in and I loved the, the, about the chat about the booing and uh, taking calls. Yeah. You take oh, calls. Yes. If you and wanna... no one came up with an explanation as to why they booed. Which was sort of my point. I don't think anyone yeah. knows why they were booing. This was Jason Horn Francis that's for right. those tuning in. See, yeah. Brad, I like Brad Scott's come out pre-game and said, well, I would be disappointed if Essendon fans boo for uh, Horn Francis. So yeah. um, that's bit... good. Considering the game is in Port Adelaide, it is in Adelaide Oval, though, so there's not going to be too many Bombers <laughs> yeah. fans there. But... I wouldn't have thought, and you'd be a brave person to boo yeah. while you're at Adelaide <laughs> yeah, Oval as well. Right. Booing's contagious, though, isn't it? 
One person boos, the next person goes, oh, they did it. I'll do it. That's jump right. On board. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. exactly Join the party yeah. kind of atmosphere, yeah, isn't it? Uh, right. But it's so, lovely to be back. It is nice. Hey, they talk about booing. There was some booing for the Carlton players too at three-quarter time, which was interesting at Marvel Stadium last night. They were booing their own team. Yes. So that is fascinating because we well, had... Well, they left early, didn't they? they? Did. Where Carlton fans? <laughs> <laughs> like, hang on a second. A lot of them left at three-quarter time. But, but, uh, yeah. but it's a, to get from Marvel to Carlton, that's nearly a five-minute drive. So you really you want to get out of there early and get home. Yes, I, I tell you what, Carlton have turned on their – they've turned on them, haven't they, Carlton fans? Yep. Like after round four, everyone was like booking grand final yeah. tickets. Like, oh, I think that's what's, that's what's upset them the most is for the first time in 20 years, <laughs> Lemo, there's been expectations. Yes. And yes. now it's like, oh, I've fallen flat again and they're a bit disappointed. <laughs> what about the Brisbane Lions though, Joey? It really strengthened their premiership credentials last night, didn't it? Yeah, it has. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a game to see which team you thought was legitimate. And now we've seen enough from Brisbane that uh, they are in it up to their eyeballs. The forward half, their pressure game yeah. is matching the talent they've got in the front half. And when you can do that, that's what the premiership teams do. So they're on a roll going very nicely. Great win for the Lions last night. Uh, so, I, so I can't believe we've come this far without playing your theme music today, Kath. Have, have we got Kath's theme music there, uh, Leroy? Ah, here we go. The coronation tonight, Oh, of course. yeah. I love it. Yeah, I do. I didn't realise how coronation-focused you were. Not coronation-focused, just I love the royals. Yeah. I love the pageantry. I love seeing, you know, there's a bit of drama as well behind the scenes. I'm not sure if you know about the uh, Harry and Meghan situation. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard of them. Never. <laughs> they need to do more publicity. <laughs> would you Would you marry a royal? Would you like to be oh, like, one? Yeah. Would you like to be part <laughs> of the royal family? I would be great cutting the ribbons, posing for photos. <laughs> okay, Harry... Harry leaves Megan tomorrow and calls you. Is that a yay or a nay? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I, mean, I think that's a, that's a hard would yes. Would you marry into the royal family? Joey, would you marry into the royal family? I'm fairly in love with the royal. Yes, I would. So all the pros and the cons that go with it. And but seeing... what what about love? Oh, that's Joey, true. Oh, you know? Conquers all, does yeah. it? Yes. You know, I look Jeez, at... Jeez, we're getting very soppy. <laughs> I, I think honestly... we need to head to a song or something just to break this up. I Triple M, Stenset... No, I'm cutting us <laughs> off there, Lemo. I want to Triple talk M, Royals. Stenset Legends, Joey J, Catherine Lemo. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Joey Montagna, Jay Clark, Kath Lochnan and Lemo. Melbourne's 105.1. I wanted to talk about Damien Hardwick's week because he's been copying it a fair bit. He's had a few tense press conferences. I had to ask Jack Rewald about it on 360. Tigers have been talk of the town, haven't they, Lemo? They have indeed. Now, what did Jack say? Jack, of course, he was backing his coach. Yes. Loves he him. liked it, didn't he? Yeah, he, he said, he said I love that. that combative style, mm. I think was his uh, terminology. Yeah, that's right. And he, and he said something about, now I'm remembering it now, he said something about his eyes and he thinks that's what he would have been like when he played, yes. when he crosses over, yes. walks over the white line. I yeah, think Jack would prefer that style of dimmer towards the media, not towards the playing group. That'd be pretty yeah. scary <laughs> if you get that combative dimmer to the playing group. I've seen it's those It's funny how it always gets lost in translation, though, doesn't it? You know, but, but someone throws up the idea of would Richmond look at maybe a, a plan for the future? You know, mm. no one said he's lost the players or he should be sacked. It was just this conversation starter of what's the future looking like for Richmond? And then all of a sudden, one thing leads to another and we've got a journalist asking David Hardwick at the press conference, have you lost the players? And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. No. But that is the nature of media and footy media, isn't I- it? Can't imagine Dimmer having lost the players. He's a very, very likable bloke yeah. to, to Dimmer. Yeah. And I think universally, people people just love Dimmer. But he has had a weird week. After being beaten by the Gold Coast Suns at Marvel last week, he had this to say. He was asked about the ground. He said this. Matt, I've got no issue with it, to be honest. End of the day, it's, it's a ground. 
It's green. It's got goalposts. <laughs> there we go. It's green. It's got goalposts. He's got no issue with Marvel, although he did say this a few years ago about Marvel. Mate, I hate coming here. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that. But... Why, why is that? Well, the MCG has got soul. It's got Richmond people there. Our people don't come here. Plain and simple. (laughs) I just love that honesty. Yes. Oh, it's so refreshing. Isn't it? Can't we have more of that? Yeah, That's what I want to hear. I mean, you know, the AFL wouldn't be loving that. It's a hard one when you have an opinion and it's all recorded that you can go back and find the audio. That becomes difficult. I've never said said anything bad about Marvel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I did. I said that a while ago. Uh, And he said uh, this one, this was the, uh, when asked about the players this week. Well, it's up to them to decide. It's their narratives. Like, that's the reality. It's easy to sit there and say those comments when they're sitting behind a desk. Come and say to my face. Come and say to my face. I love it. I mean, I don't... He wasn't saying he was going to punch on with journalists then, was he? He was saying, I'd love a conversation about it. I think so. It wasn't like the school kid. He goes, come over here and say to my face. Uh, And then he was asked about the hopper, because now Richmond have currently picked three in the draft. Mm Mm-hmm. So he was asked about giving away a future first-round pick versus Hopper, and he said this. Established player, Magic Beans. Give me the established player any day of the week. (laughs) But I completely agree with that. The Magic Beans meaning you get a draft pick, but it's lucky dip with what you're going to get. And it's ironic that everyone's saying they should have the draft picks and not Taranto and Hopper. Because the draft picks are the panacea. Do you know Taranto and Hopper were picked two and pick seven? So they're the type yeah. of players you're going to get <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the yeah. draft. And I think everyone thinks that when you've got an early pick, Kathy, you're going to get Marcus Bonson-Pally or Clayton Oliver. Yeah. For every Marcus Bonson-Pally, there's a Paddy Dow. And for every Clayton Oliver, there's, oh, you know, another. Like, it's 50-50, Leroy. It is. Well, you never Poor know. Well, well, it's lucky dip. No, you you've get? got a good point there. Do you see any similarities, Joey, between um, Hawthorne and Jay Gromier, Tom Mitchell, and Richmond now is seeing with Taranto and Hopper? No, I don't at all, because everyone's comparing the Mitchell O'Meara to yes. uh, Taranto Hopper, but everyone forgets that Hawthorne went through a stage, you know this better than me, Lima. I looked mm. who else who else Hawthorne got through that era. They went and got Ty Vickery, Ricky Henderson, Kyle Hardigan, yeah. Tom Phillips. They Sc- went and got a whole bunch Scully. of average players yeah. to top up. Richmond haven't done that. The only one that Richmond have gone and got other than Taranto and Hopper, who were there for seven years, was Robbie Tarrant as a backup key defender. The rest of them, they've drafted kids. So I don't see the comparison. I think it's a sort of one of the old lazy analogies to say that it's yep. the same as the Hawks. I think Richmond have planned this much better. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Dimmer, it's had a weird week. And then I don't know if you guys heard, he also was having lunch at a Chinese restaurant uh, in the city earlier this week, and he got booted out of the Chinese restaurant. Did you hear about <laughs> no, this? Yeah, Carry true. on, we've got the audio here of him getting... What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Get your hand off my penis! He just has one of those moves, not he? This is Democracy Manifest. Good Austin. So let's hope the let's hope the Tigers can ever win this He's week. He's had a rough week. <laughs> a win fixes everything, Lemo. It really does. Very good by you, Lemo. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what else you've got in store for us. <laughs> it should be an easy kill against the West Coast Eagles today. They wouldn't want to lose to West Coast no. today. Or imagine no. them what his oh. press conferences and how he's how he's going to be next week if they get beaten, Cap. Yeah, but we were saying a similar thing last week against Gold Coast, we weren't did. we? I declared them as more. In fact, this is what you said. Gold Coast hasn't had, hasn't had a super season. I don't think. I think the Suns would be fancying themselves a ch- a, of a chance of an upset in this one, Joey. Nah, Richmond are morals. Richmond will get their season going. <laughs> and Lima, you, remind, you never say Leroy. You never say the moral. Never word. say the M word. Never, never say, say the M word. Leroy, very quick on the audio today. Oh, I like I had it. That one saved up yeah. The oh. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. 
Oh. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, and I feel like there's a bit of a stitch-up coming here. No. Limo, what have you got Kat, planned for This is for, for you. The coronation is tonight. Guys, I just said I'll tune in and watch the King's coronation because I quite enjoy it, and now you've turned the whole show into no. me being obsessed with the Royals. Not the case. The big question for you. Now, you, but you, you are fascinated by the Royals. We can kill the music. You do love, <laughs> you you love told, the Royals. You told Joey earlier you'd love to. It's your dream to marry I into the royal family. You said you want to marry Prince Harry. Oh, in, in fact, any royal family, you said, oh you're even interested in Queen Latifah if she's <laughs> if she's available. Uh, hey, what are you going to do tonight? Because your your uh, dockers are playing My Hawks. Oh, oh yes. Will it's a little be, bit of BVU tonight, isn't it? Will you be watching that classic or well, will you be uh, enjoying the coronation? This is my um, dilemma is that the coronation's on. Dockers v Hawthorns on, mm. and I've also got to work Giants v Bulldogs, so oh, I don't no. know what I'm going to do, Levo. <laughs> There's only so many eyes you've got, Kat. I know. <laughs> do you seriously record the coronation and then go home and watch no, it? No, I won't like record it. No, I won't, but I'll put a TV on at work and just have it in the background so I can see what's going on. Then when I get home, I reckon I'll just, like, binge through all the articles, see everyone, what everyone was wearing, where did Harry sit. I just love that stuff. <laughs> where did where Harry did sit? Important so, things. So Harry's going? Yeah. Oh, he's going he's to be there. not. Oh, Megan's not. Oh, really? And the children aren't either. What's the rumours about why? Oh, I think um, it's been well documented. She doesn't quite get along with the royal family. <laughs> really? I haven't, I haven't heard I think, anything about I this. I think it's got something to do with that, but I'm not sure. Right. Hang on, doesn't it coincide with the kid's birthday as well? Haven't they put oh, it on, the, on the same day? I don't want to hurry and Hang Megan. on, it sounds See? like someone else is oh, really interested in the royals. But in Australia, a lot of people in Australia are very excited. I'm more of a republic kind of guy. You vote one republic, Well, Joey. we were talking about this last night. No, I want the Commonwealth Games, so I, that's oh. one of my highlights. <laughs> I need the Commonwealth okay. Games, so I don't want to go Republic. I can't miss out. That's such a lie. Okay, we, we win so many gold medals there. Well, not everyone in the UK is excited about this. Really? Uh, well, uh, Celtic, uh, who Ange Postacoglu yep. is uh, managing, they had a game during the week, and this is what the Celtic fans had to say about the coronation. Oh, and that's uh, that went for the whole second half, I believe. <laughs> it kind of gets better the longer you listen to it. So, You're like, yeah, yeah, really, do you can shove it? Yes. Uh, anyway, enjoy tonight, Kath. I don't know what you're going to you. do, but you've got your See, hands. See, look, it's full. everywhere. I'm looking at it right now oh, on screen. I mean, there. everyone's right. getting into it. So exciting. Safe to say, the Celtic fans won't be watching. Oh, I can't wait for a recap, Kath. Unfortunately, I won't see yeah. much of it. So, can you please just? I'll take some in. notes, and next Thanks, Saturday, I, I will wait. fill you in on everything. Oh, that'd be great. That. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Pleasure. This is what I bring to the show. Um, let's talk about Saturday footy next because I really want to pick your brain, Joey, about Geelong v Adelaide. I think it could be one of the games of the round and then also Giants v Bulldogs tonight. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Joey, Jay, Kath, Limo. The Dead Set Legends on Melbourne's 105.1 Triple M. Sport is full of legends and so is this show. Joey Montagna, Jay Clark, Kath Lochnan and Limo. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Joey, I wanted to talk about a Saturday of football. It starts at the MCG or Richmond and taking on the West Coast Eagles. You said the Tigers are a sure thing. You really back them to 
get this win, valuable four points they need. And then around about the same time down in Geelong, it is the Cats hosting the Adelaide Crows. How much of a chance do you give Matthew Nick's side this week? They obviously suffered the heartbreaking loss to Collingwood on their home turf last week, and now they travel to Geelong to face the reigning premiers. Yeah, we touched on it earlier. I tend to agree with Lima. I sort of do give the Adelaide Crows a bit of an outside chance. I don't know why, but probably because their football this season stacks up. They've been in every game. They've, they've led, I think, in almost the last quarter of every game this season, despite losing a couple late. Uh, uh, it's going to be hard with the conditions. Kath, it sort of changes a yep. little bit of it. It's going to become a wet slog, which makes it a bit of an arm wrestle and, you know, which team can take their opportunities. I know Geelong are firing on all cylinders, but I just think the plucky crows might go down there, Lima, and just give it a bit of a nothing-to-lose attitude, give it a bit of a shake. I agree. And I'm surpri- to be honest, I'm surprised by the odds. The crows nearly beat the best team last week. Yep. Like, so, like raise a thin margin in yep. that game. And now they're playing Geelong, who are playing much better now, but haven't shot the lights out this season. Yep. Uh, I'm surprised they're paying $4.50 or something yeah. down there. I, 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 honestly, I really rate them. If I, mean, I was a gambling man, I'd have a crack. I hope they do put up the fight because then the other thing is, I mean, they've lost their last 12 down at Adelaide. Not many teams win down there. And you could maybe, down the other, Geelong, other yeah. scenario, see Geelong win by 40 points and just, you know, Adelaide mm. not be able to score, which, you know, Geelong have strangled so many teams. But there's no reason why. And it's a great test for the Adelaide Crows. So this young side, they're, they're, they're full of confidence. It's going to hurt their forward line. Adelaide's strength is probably their forward half and their talent. So the weather is going to make it a bit of a scrap. But their defence has been underrated. And I think this will be a a tight contest. Whether they're good enough, we'll find out. Another team which appears to be flying is Melbourne, just looking so comfortable, assessing their options. Some of Goodwin's playing around with the forward line a little bit. They travel to the Gold Coast to take the Suns. There always seems to be a little bit of an element of danger when teams go up to the Gold Coast to play the Suns. It's a bit of a banana peel game. You sometimes can slip up in these sort of twilight Saturday games on the Gold Coast. I reckon Melbourne might have even lost to Gold Coast maybe when they were flying last year or the year before. So uh, it is a danger game, but I just can't see it this year. I think Melbourne are, are playing, you know, a, a, probably a long with Collingwood, the best footy in the competition. And Gold Coast for me, I know... It was a good win against Richmond, but still that game was a tough watch. So yeah. I think Melbourne it should get the job done. I've never heard banana peel game before. Is that yours? No, I stole that from someone. I heard someone oh, else right. say it. Yeah, you know, Have like, you heard that before? Well, I've a... heard of the term banana peel. I don't know if Joey just... But putting them together, that. banana peel game? Where you yeah. can slip. You know, it's yeah. one of those slip yeah. up yeah. games. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, I like it. Oh, I'm into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Giants Bulldogs. I mean, we've spoke, we've touched on this game already today. But who are you? Who's a who's a neutral like you, Lemo, backing out of the Dogs and Giants? Well, I've tipped the Giants, but I know there could be a late change, so that would possibly possibly change yeah. my tip. Toby Canberra, Green. Toby Green could be the out. That's a huge yeah. difference. Yeah. That's like Bont yeah. and Pally being out of the Bulldogs. It makes a massive difference. Yep. Yeah, and they have a bad record. The Giants in Canberra, which is strange. They don't, it's they their don't, second yeah, home ground. It's their second home, but they haven't won uh, there for a while. So mm. look, the Bulldogs are back to. I think they've found their identity, getting numbers around the footy, using yep. their handball game, um, and playing playing a better a better style. So I think the Western Bulldogs should get the job done. Yep. And finally, Optus Stadium tonight, the Purple Hayes game. It is Fremantle taking on Hawthorne. Serious amount of pressure on the Dockers to win here, given their start to the season. Mm. But Hawthorne, it might be similar to Adelaide, what you were saying before, uh, Lemo. A bit of nothing to lose here. Travelling to Perth, the, the pressure's right on the home team here. And they've been playing some pretty good footy, the Hawks. Yeah, they, they really have. Win, they want to play good footy, but they don't want to win. <laughs> Look, I love they've a tight loss. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do, play well you, and just get beaten. You're off. looking at Harley Reid and thinking tight losses are good. Good, hey? he'd, look, he'd look good in brown and gold. 
there's some, so there's some challenges coming. West Coast and North Melbourne are really going to challenge Hawthorne <laughs> for that wooden spoon. So there is a race on, but I think it's an opportunity for Fremantle who are going to try and shift the way they play. We saw that against Brisbane last week. Didn't quite yep. work against a really good team, but uh, maybe they, they can find a bit of confidence tonight at home. Yep. The Dead Set Legends. Give me a spell. Give me a spell. Give me a spell. I'll kick us off. What's happening in Sydney this weekend? Uh, oh God. What's on in Sydney? There's always mm. something on in Sydney. I guess you could go, might be, some bands will be playing, I guess. Yeah, you always go to the, Always go to the beach, maybe. Yeah. There's no rugby league, right? No. Magic no, round in Queensland, yes. so every rugby league team is gone. And there's no footy. There's no AFL. Are you telling me... <laughs> Are you telling me that while all the NRL is in Queensland, yeah. the AFL haven't bothered to schedule? Well, we've got fresh air to oh. just dominate Sydney town. There is Giants to Canberra. One, Giants are in Canberra and the Swans are playing the Pies at the MCG. Mm. How good would it be to have um, yeah. the Swans and Pies play at the SCG? Saturday night. First meeting since the prelim final at the SCG. Oh. That was a... Awesome final. You were there, weren't you, Joey? Packed. It would have been would a packed house. It would have been house. awesome. Mm. It would have so been full. Mr. Spell. Trick, good one. Mr. Give me Trick. a spell. Hey, I'm going to give me a spell. Uh, a bit tongue-in-cheek, but last night there was uh, Carlton v Brisbane, and we were calling the game for Triple M, and there was a lot of focus on a player that used to play for both sides, Mitch Robinson, who yes. was – he seemed to be making a lot of it about him. So did he generate this storyline or is someone else I'm put not it sure. to him? I think he or... does a bit of his own content stuff, but he had right. the Brisbane jumper on, he had the Carlton jumper underneath, he had a medal, and he think he was calling it the Mitch Robinson Cup. But the camera was going to him a lot, There wasn't was, it? wasn't there, making yeah. it all about me, 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 me. Let's just take a <laughs> listen to how Triple M called it. Seeing vision of Mitch Robinson at the footy wearing his Brisbane Lions jumper. Well, now he's holding up a medal. I saw something, him thinking it's the Mitch McGovern Cup or something. Oh, sorry, Mitch Robinson Cup he posted. Of course, played for both these former sides. Oh, pretty humour from Mitch Chief. Mm. Am I the only one finding that a bit floggish? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so there's Chief summing it up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mitch Robinson, give us a spell. Come on. Not about just, you. I'm just on his uh, Instagram right now, and he's got, I'm at my first Lions v Blues game. If you see me before the end of the game, let me know who should be leading the Mitch Robinson medal. And he's got the two jumpers on and some sort of medal. The thumbs up. <laughs> Did he force his way into the rooms to present oh, the medal sure. to someone? I'm not sure what he was got had planned. But uh, anyway, right. give, yeah. uh, I've got, give me a spell. Um, cancel culture has gone too far. Oh, oh, we're now. oh yeah. You know what's happened now? Who's been cancelled? Auskick this morning. An absolute <laughs> disgrace. Oh, it's 10 degrees and raining. Oh, my poor little six-year-old Isn't skin can't. actually cancelled because of the wet weather? Yes. What? It's yes. a winter sport. It's a winter sport. It's footy for crying out loud. What is wrong and with these kids? it's not that bad outside. Harden up, I say. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want to see a long-sleeve jumper out there. Put on your short-sleeve <laughs> jumper. Put on your shorts. Put on your boots. Slide around in the mud and enjoy it. What like was we, what was your, I love the passion here. Oh my god! What was your son's reaction when you said to him today, "Ozkick's been cancelled because of the, the wet moon, weather." Punch the air straight onto the game, straight onto the iPad. Oh, yeah, seriously. right, there, I can hang out here. I tell you, I remember as a kid, Joey, did you ever have one of these as a six or seven year old standing at fullback for an hour and a half, not going anywhere near the ball, freezing my little white legs off. 
as I was tr- begging for the ball to come down my end. I remember one day rubbing deep heat into my legs to try and warm up, which is which I don't advise, by the way. I wasn't standing at fullback. I was, I was around the midfield getting picks, Lino. But I do remember coming home as a kid with mud, my, my boots yes. full of mud. You drop them in the laundry and they'd make a mess everywhere. Now, kids don't even get dirty, do they, playing junior no, footy? No, you can hang the jumper up. Use the same jumper next week. <laughs> Give me a spell. You guys were so tough. <laughs> yeah. uh, time for us. Triple M's Dead Set Legend of the Week, 4 and 20. We've been there for it all. Australia's original fan food. Mate, you are a legend. Talking about getting a bit of airtime, I was going to go with this early in the week. I didn't realise you'd get a full-page spread in the Herald Sun, but a good mate of mine, Shane Harvey, who I played all my junior footy with, um, got drafted the same year from out from north uh, the Northern Knights, brother of Brent Harvey, we normally go overseas, but we're going to keep it local because he's playing his final game of local footy today. He's Aww. retiring after going down as one of the greatest local footballers of all time. He's, uh, yeah. he's kicked over 1,000 goals, 1,048 goals, uh, a league BNF. He's won a couple of flags, nine-time leading goal kicker playing for North Holderberg. So I just wanted to give a shout-out. I said I would to him today, playing against McLeod at Shelley Reserve. Uh, it's ironic because Shane hates playing in the wet and cold, but he's going to play his final game in the wet and cold, but one of the great local footy careers of all time. So uh, he's our dead set legend of Love the week. Love that one. Good on him. Why is he retiring partly well, through partly the season? Because, partly because he wanted to play one more year. He's 40, so he's the same age as me, but yeah. he wanted to play with his brother Brent for one more year, but Brent broke his leg oh, a couple right, of weeks okay. ago. And I think that spooked him as well, just seeing I don't need to be 40 years of age yeah. breaking a leg playing local footy. He's got three kids that are very talented, so yes. very he's going to spend more time with the family. They're best, best mates, yeah. and they've grown up together. So, well done, Shane Harvey. Enjoy your final game to you and all the family. Enjoy. Can't be there, mate, but I'll catch up for a beer That's soon. That's a great one. Well done, Joe. It's a great Can I throw in one more for Legend of the Week? Wrexham Football Club. Yes. Oh, yes. In Wales. Who I thinks... haven't watched this yet, but I'm dying to. The series is amazing, yeah. but thanks to the support of Ryan Reynolds and mm. Rob McElhenney, yeah. uh, they've, won, they've won their league, and they've been promoted to the Fourth four division, <laughs> I believe it's yeah. going to be in English I think football. This will become a bit of a trend, won't it? In in celebrities and people who cashed up buying buying football clubs and yeah. riding the wave of Just, emotion. It's cool. What mm. a what a fun play thing if you've got heaps of money. Yeah, buy yeah. a sports team. Buy a sports well team. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it one day. Hey team, well it's been Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Joey J, Kath and Lemo. That's it for this week's edition of Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Brought to you by Sportsbet. Get the same game multi-feeling this AFL season with Sportsbet. Conditions apply. Chances are you're about to lose. These legends will be back next week. It's like Adele Santo Montana once <laughs> back in the day. <laughs>